Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl, Mitzi. And this is Mitzi. Let's think about it. Today, we are thinking about Jazz for Peace. You know, and I have a special guest today named Rick. And he's on here to really share his movements and share the reason why he started this. You know, because this is really curious. You know, it's a real thinker. So, Rick, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Okay. Thank you so much for thinking about me. Um. So, gee, where to start? Um, Wherever you, know, you want to start. <laughs> okay, we'll start right at the beginning. You know, uh, I I came out of the womb and uh, into kind of a musical family. Okay. Um, my grandfather actually was, uh, he, he was kind of well known for coming over on a boat from Italy and bringing nothing except an accordion and a wine press. Okay, those are essential. All right. That's really all you need when you come to this country. You know, um, anyone for anyone who's thinking of coming, a wine press and an accordion will do. So mm-hmm. he kind of got famous as a, um, you know, a, a, a musician during the bootleg era, you know, back in the old days, those roaring, whatever they were, you know, when alcohol was illegal. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I kind of felt like I was carrying his torch a little bit because I just thought he was such a special person. Anyway, it led me to being coming a musician. I also had parents who played music and led, led all the way up to me being a professional musician, traveling all over the world, playing with all kinds of bands. Um, and then I got to the point where I started to record my own records and I did seven CDs in the nineties mm-hmm. when we still had record stores to sell them in. And, uh, and that was fun because it gave me a chance to do, I was a musician, so I could kind of do anything, but on my own CDs, I got to, you know, feature my compositions, feature my piano playing and, you know, and feature my vocals. So that was a nice kind of to wrap it all up. Um, before that, if you saw me, you either saw me like playing the piano in front of somebody in their band, or you'd hear me in a, you know, an original jazz band with my compositions or rock band, or you'd hear me in a piano bars, you know, as like a human okay. jukebox. So this was a, a way to just, you know, put all those panties in a bunch, as they say in the Midwest. Uh, so now, 9-11 comes along and now I realized that I had, you know, traveled all over the world and I got the memo. I didn't know if the rest of the world got the memo, but the memo I got was music cuts through every kind of um, everything that is a barrier to human beings on this planet, race, religion, creed, color, yeah. you know, location, anything. Music breaks through and it breaks through often in a profoundly positive way. I yeah. mean, you know, you, I mean, you can't, you can't be, you can't have an appreciate for appreciation for music and then say, oh, I hate Russian people. What are you going to do about Tchaikovsky? You know what I mean? The great, you know, if, if you're, you know, so the, or, or if you're literary, the arts and culture in general, Dostoevsky, the great writer, you know? So, I mean, you, you start to realize that, hey, there are great, you know, greatness is everywhere in the world. We just need to bring it together and we just need to put our best qualities forward. So, 9-11 came and I had nothing except a uh, poem at the end of the day to show for it because I actually had a bird's eye view of that. I was living less than a quarter of a mile from the World Trade Center. So oh, wow. I went up, I got, yeah, and I got tipped off by a photographer who had taken pictures of me before that, who was down on Wall Street and just called me and said, you know, all frazzled, hey, you know, can you, what the heck? And I'm like, oh, let me go up on my roof and just see, you know, mm-hmm. somebody with a kite, who the hell knows? I went up there and I'm like, oh my God. So now I have this poem. I called the poem Jazz for Peace and I've been just trying to live up to the words ever since. 
And that's what led me to a benefit concert series that helps outstanding causes uh, and, you know, educational programs for the kids and um, a musical instrument donation program, too. So, you know, young people and old people are, are if you ever notice, young people and old people are so crazy about music. And the only reason that the rest of us are to different degrees is because we simply are too caught up with, you know, everything else in life. And we don't allow ourselves to, you know, realize every day how important the arts and culture are. So I'm one of those people that thinks if you really want to solve the arts and culture, if you really want to solve our world's problems, you better put the arts and culture in the starting lineup. Yes, yes. I, I I think what you said is absolutely right. And I, I feel the passion that you have when it comes to speaking about music and speaking about your story. And I love people with passion because that's what drives people and that's what gets things going. If you don't have the drive or you don't have the passion, then you're not going to go anywhere. And your music is only going to stay exactly where it started, in your house or in your room or in your head. Because some people have the music, but it's in their head and they won't release it out. I mean, music is such a beautiful form of art because it's like you said, excuse me, it unites everybody. Nobody's exempt from feeling that connection, that music just ties us together, you know, and I've heard people say that music can connect souls, you know, and can repair your soul and can repair like repair the trauma or the hurt that you may have feel because only music can really like touch those certain parts. I mean, what is your opinion when it comes to that, when you hear people say that? Well, there's absolutely no doubt about it. I mean, music is, um, you know, it just, it's, uh, it knows no boundaries. You know, music is almost like fish, air, birds. Um, I was on a, um, I, I, one time I performed in Pakistan, believe it or not, and the the Pakistan TV station came to interview me. They're called Abtak TV, and they okay. came there interviewing me. And I just happened to say to them, I said, listen, you know, we go down here and there's border crossing and there's a wall and there's people with guns and all that stuff. I mean, fish are swimming by in the ocean. They don't care about that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? There's a uh, you know, there's birds flying, you know, they're just flying. They didn't, they didn't, they don't have their passport. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, uh, there's no visa. And again, music is the same thing. You know what I mean? It doesn't have its travel visa because it doesn't need one. You know what I mean? The only way Mm -hmm. you can stop it, which actually was a problem in Pakistan, because at the time I played there, YouTube was banned. And, you know, as you know, there was no record stores or stuff yeah. to buy music. So they had, well, I had to sneak my music over through other sources like Vimeo and stuff like that. Other sites yeah. that you could get on the Internet and then they would get my music that way. Wow, that is so interesting. You basically smuggled yourself in there and forced yourself on them. That is so amazing. But it's, I bet it, it's, it helps somebody because silence is beautiful, but music is something just just something that's right you know because silence can you can get lost in it and you can literally drive yourself crazy and to know that you started a foundation called jazz for peace and it jazz is very relaxing but i've had heard some people say that they just can't understand or can't grasp the concept of jazz because they feel that it's too many musical notes and too many different instruments i mean what is your opinion on that well, I'm so glad you asked. So I, what I'm going to do is attempt to break that, uh, you know, to break that model. See, the problem with jazz, I mean, 
It's very vast. There's a lot of things involved and it does depend on who you're living, uh, who you're listening to. You know, everyone's unique. Everything's unique. And what I've tried to do, because I can play very complicated, but then again, why would I want to be, why would I want to everyone to be lost who's listening to me? You know what I mean? And be like flying over their head with everything. So rather than do that, what I do as a vocalist and a, and a creative improviser is I will do, I will present it in such a way that holds the listener and then when they hear it, it doesn't sound like the complexity is a problem because hopefully they're um, they're fo- they're with me. They're sticking with me. You know what I mean? They didn't jump off the ship or get thrown off of it. Right. Let's not have that. But you know, since you saw uh, since you stated improvisation, um, do you mind playing us something that you? Well, I'm going to. That's what I'm going to do. I have something special. We'll see, and then we're going to find out because some of it is going to be completely improvised. I'm going to make it up right now, completely off the top of my head. So we're going to see. We're going to, you know, we're going to see now if it if it if it works or not. And what I was thinking, because you um you're from Puerto Rico, so you speak Spanish or no? Yes. Do because yes. I've never I don't sing in Spanish, but I sing in Portuguese, so that's kind of close, right? So I've yeah. never done a Portuguese song yet on a podcast, and I've been on a lot of podcasts, but I've never done saying anything in Portuguese to my recollection. So this will be the first time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with a song that people are familiar with. You know, your American mm-hmm. listeners, uh, "Killing Me Softly." It's from uh, you know, the Roberta Flack song. Everybody should know it. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to go into something that no one's going to know, even me, because I'm going to make it up. Okay. Okay. And basically it's a free improvisation. I call it free J.A. Mainly because the word jazz I found out in Haiti is J.A.S.S. It's a it's a Creole word. And so it's misspelled. So I took the Z's off because it's misspelled. I took the S's off because nobody knows that that's the correct spelling. Now I have free (laughs) J.A., which is something I can stand for when it comes to things like, um, you know, the the need for journalists to report on on you know what they see uh you know um um things of that nature you know the uh, uh the the uh, being against uh, the bombing of civilians and all that kinds of stuff yeah. um freedom of speech so you know jazz for peace is for these things so now i have that to get that out of the way and then i'm going to sneak into this little thing called maniar de carnaval just for you because it's in uh, portuguese Alrighty, I'm excited. If you don't understand it, nobody will because, right? Cause no, I, I, I got, I got the gist of that when you oh. said that. Yeah, I want to be able to repeat it back because I, I'm not good at Portuguese, it's but close I enough, did. Though. Yeah, it's close enough where I, I can understand. Yeah, go right. right ahead. I'm excited for this. Let's see what happens. Okay, I have to switch something here. To... <sighs> Yes. Mm-hmm. 
this young girl a stranger to my strumming my pain with her fingers singing my life with her words killing me softly with her song killing me softly with her song telling my whole life with her words killing me softly with her song Alegria voltou 
That was amazing. Thank you. You can see yourself feeling the music and allowing the music to to take over. And it's truly something beautiful. I love seeing artists get into their into that zone. You know, I think that's the one reason why I like the music um the the Disney movie Soul because it it has a jazz player and a piano and it and it shows them them in the zone and how that he got lost in the music and that's exactly what I thought of when I seen you get lost in it and allow it to take over it was just like wow it's beautiful seeing it in person seeing someone really put their 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 soul into it because I could feel it and then when you transition to the Portuguese I was able to pick up some of the words and I was able to get it and I was like oh wow that's actually pretty beautiful and and you can just see the difference and you were able to make that transition and I was just like wow this is this talent you know what I mean that's talent because not a lot of people can do that you know not a lot of people can first put themselves into something like like this you know and then to 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 know the notes and just allow your fingers and 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 spirit to just take over and just play something truly truly amazing i mean that you wouldn't be able to catch me doing that <laughs> so i guess like i know you said that your your grandfather was into music and your parents were into music, but why jazz? I mean, out of all the genres, I mean, you could have chose rock, you could have chose blues. I mean, you could have chose anything. I mean, why jazz? Well, you know, one thing I like about jazz is that um, after after the, um, if, if you ever Google, actually, you can Google, it's crazy. You Google my name, which is Rick Dolorada, and then you put famous quote, Rick Dolorada famous quote. And this thing comes up on Google, and it's something I said in a, um, it's something that I said in an interview shortly after 9-11, because I, I wrote the poem, and then the country was closed for two weeks. Right when the country opened, I had to get down to a jazz festival in uh, Savannah, Georgia, and I was the headliner at it. So there was 8,500 people, and I was gonna read my first poem to 8,500 people. And I felt so bad because you got these people, Edgar Allan Poe, all these great poets, right? And nobody would read their poems when they were alive. Here, man, I only brought one stupid poem, and 8,500 people are gonna hear it. And I read the poem, Jazz for Peace. Pretty much the only poem I ever wrote. I mean, I am a lyricist, but, you know, I read the poem. And so when I got back from that, the phone was ringing from these people that because it had reverberated, people were crying and they talked about it. And, oh, my God, he read this poem. And, oh, wow. And uh, uh, this guy called me up to interview me. And in the interview, I just happened to say, I said, listen, if we were to just as a species embrace our greatest qualities, you know, creativity, artistry, humanity, intellectuality, if we embraced our greatest qualities as people, we would have a better chance 
at avoiding the behavior that leads to destruction. Just off the top of my head, you know, just what the thoughts in my head, the guy was, was, he's listening, I'm talking. And that thing got lifted and that's all over the place. That's a famous quote. Now you see it with like Einstein and all these people. You know, I have one famous quote. I mean, you know, famous quotes websites are amazing because you see all these people's famous quotes, but I have one and it's on there. Anyway, that quote, that statement, is does embody the art form of jazz because jazz has all of those emotions right it has happiness it has sadness it has joy it has you know um rebelliousness it has you know it has freedom it has uh intellectuality as you know you know the complexity you brought out well that's a lot of intellectuality that goes into that um and all of those qualities are in jazz so with jazz i do have like the whole you know what I mean? I got the whole package in terms of, you know, human emotions. <laughs> yes. I get everything I get everything in once. Otherwise, I'd probably have to make the concert like seven hours long, you know, to get every to get all of my emotions in there. All right. There would be no intermission. Do not interrupt the man. <laughs> exactly. People have to bring sleeping bags. He's not oh, finished okay. yet. It's been eight hours. You know. No, he's, Sorry, he's still on the road. <laughs> right. But no, oh, I, I love it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so the thing about it is, it it um, it just it's also embraced all over the world. It's spoken all over the world. People know it, and it's a great outlet for my Im improvisational creativity and all that stuff. And like I said, what you see me do is I take other styles of music and I I kind of package it around the jazz so that people can you know so that people don't get lost or whatever you know hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't get lost. I was able to stay on track the whole entire time. And I think that's something that, you know, not a lot of people do have. You know, unfortunately, they don't have that concentration or that understanding that what you're projecting out in the form of your art is real because it is your emotions. It is your trauma. It is your experience. It is your love. It is your joy. It's your peace, you know, and I think this type of jazz for peace what you created is the most peaceful type of protest that anybody can possibly think of you know because this is what we need to we need to come back to if you want to protest peace this is the best way to do it is through art through music through literature through whatever that is your form of art i feel like that is the best way to stand up against anything that you may be against because it, it represents your struggle and what you've gone through. And there's so many people who can relate to art because so many people are struggling. So many people have trauma. So many people have so many situations that they're still having an issue dealing with. And I think this is a great way to do it. And I appreciate you coming on my show. This is such an honor to have you just play and share your opinion and your perspective and your thoughts about this because this is needed. People really need to think about this. People need to think, especially when the arts are getting devalued in school systems and in the education system, we need to stand up for this and realize this is important because our children are suffering and they're going through struggles. And the best way to teach them to express themselves could be art, could be music, you know, and music has been one of the stories that a lot of people say is that's what helped me and that's what helped me survive and get me through so many things. And 
I think this is really an important message to come out. And I guess to start wrapping up the show, what would be some great words that you can leave us off with for anybody who's listening or who's really thinking about this? What could be some lasting words you can leave off with? Well, one thing I'd like to say, the thing I love about your show is, you know, it's let's think about it, you know, and there's no doubt about it. You put, you know, you said it perfectly. People need to think about the fact that, um, you know, when you've got something so backwards, a lot of times the problem is you're not, you need to reverse it upwards. You know what I mean? And what you said about the arts being beaten down and all that stuff. And then you wonder why there's so many problems. You know, music is a known stimulator in the, of the intellect. So if you've got test scores that are failing in schools that you hear about all the time, but you took music out of the schools, gee, I wonder, you know, how, you know what I mean? It's, it's an easy solution uh, to these problems. A lot of them is simply by to reverse the paradigm. And what you can do with the arts, it's real simple. The arts is our recovery back. That's our way back. Because you can say things with the arts and with music that you can't say with words. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you speak with words, somebody gets offended, but you can say it with music and they're like, oh, oh, I get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so uh, what I do is I, I use the arts to help outstanding causes with a fundraising model that I combine called an empowerment tree. And by helping outstanding causes, we're able to reach all of the people that out, that outstanding cause is servicing. So we're able to reach far more people than just the the, the, the cause itself because of all the, the people that they're reaching. And honestly, um, this is the way back. And what you said about peace is that, you know, my job as someone, as anyone in my position would, would want to do, you want to take the mantle and, you know, you're, someone's giving you the baton, like all those great peace people from Martin Luther King to Gandhi to, you know, John Lennon, whoever they are that have brought peace you know, they, they're giving me the baton and I need to run forward with it. And then you have these great musicians, you know, the John Coltrane's and, and the great jazz musicians and even the great pop musicians, rock musicians, you know, a Bob Dylan or whatever. They, they've given, they've, they've given me the musical baton and I need to run forward with it. So my way to take what they did and run forward is to unite, you know, uh, the great, uh, the world-class arch and culture with a peace raising uh, a peace model which helps outstanding causes that are making our world better so putting those two together enables me to now run further down around that track you see what i mean that they already run part of the way down so they could give me the baton and now it's my turn to run i like that i like the way that you say that because i feel like it it, it represents an endless an endless run that the next generation has to pick up that baton, the following, the following where it won't die, you know? And I think that's the beautiful thing with what you said. And just like I said earlier, you really did make my podcast better just by providing your perspective and sharing your thoughts on this because it's needed. It's most definitely needed. And if anybody who may be listening wants to know more about, excuse me, um, his foundation and all that um, Rick does. I have his lovely photo on my website. Just go to MitziThinkThink.com. You can find him there, a direct link to his website so that you can really dive into this, especially if you are someone in the arts and they just, they have a cause that they need to help and, and to project out into their community. Maybe this is the green light. Maybe this is the, the sign that you needed for assistance because, you know, if we do this together... Man, so many lives can really be touched. So many lives can be changed by just thinking about something in a different perspective. 
So that's what we have for today's show. Always, always, always keep thinking, you guys. Never stop. And stay safe out there. Bye.